Padre here says you was a marshal. If you are, I need help. If not, just tell me. Look, Ben, I know we're alone, except for your friend. I don't understand what's going on here myself. I don't like his smart mouth. Hey, look, I'm sorry. I lost my temper. But somebody stole my bike. His machine. Okay, my machine. Someone took my machine. Why are you telling that to us? Well, if you are the marshals, I mean, maybe, maybe you could do something for whoever took it gets too far. I mean, uh, can't you get on the radio? What? Oh, Jesus Christ, don't tell... Hey, am I crazy? Who are you people? Hey, I want some answers. Where's my machine? Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of THR Presents Stream Fiends. I'm your host, Brian. With me, as always, is my brother, Nez. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on? We've been busy, everyone, but we're finally back before this year is out. Holidays. Yeah. Life and all the shit that goes with it is <laughs> getting in our ways, but uh, we're here for you guys. Yeah, uh, I believe this was uh, your pick, so uh should get right into it. Yeah, um, we're going to get in the Wayback Machine and go back to 1982 for Time Rider, The Adventure of Lyle Swan. November 5th, 1877, San Marcos, California. Something is coming. I love that. Something frightening. <laughs> Something appealing. Take off your clothes. Something from 105 years in the future. This is a man. He is not the devil. Time Rider, the adventure of Lyle Swan, a man who found his future in the past. Rated PG. Motorcycle racer Lyle Swan is cruising through the Mexican desert when he accidentally stumbles into a time travel experiment and finds himself transported back to the old west of the 1870s. There he encounters an attractive local woman and a gang of criminals led by Porter Reese. Lyle's motorized bike is impressive in the past until it runs out of gas. Now Lyle must rely on his wits to take care of business and return to his own time. All right, that was Google, uh, IMDb. A Maverick motorbike racer wanders into the top-secret time travel research test site, which unintentionally teleports him to the mid-1800s and ends up having to fight violent outlaws for his survival. This is directed by William Deere, uh, written by William Deere and Michael Nesmith. For those of you that remember Michael Nesmith, uh, he was Mike in... Uh, that TV show, The Monkees, as, as well as the <laughs> band. Uh, rest in peace. And this stars uh, the, the late and great Fred Ward. Rest in peace. As Lyle Swan. He passed this year, didn't he? Uh, Fred Ward? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, damn. Yeah, so we dedicated to Fred Ward. Uh, a couple months ago, actually. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. 
Blenda Bauer as Claire Sieg something. Uh, Peter Coyote. Uh, Richard Mosser. Tracy Walter. Ed Lauer. Lauder. LQ Jones. Chris Mulkey. Uh, McCann. 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 McCallman. However you say his name. And uh, William Deere, of course, uh, director, he he pops up into this, as well as Michael uh, Nesmith. He pops up in this, too, just has a cameo in the beginning. And that's pretty much your cast with a bunch of other people. But Brian, is this the first time you've seen Time Rider? It's the first. When you brought it up, it's the first time I ever heard of this movie. I was like, <laughs> Time Rider? Okay, let, let, let's do it. I, I didn't even look at what it was about or who was in it. So when Fred Ward popped up, I was like, okay, here we go. And then it started going and then we get a little bit of time traveling here with a dirt bike, some wild West shit. I'm like, okay, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. I would have liked a little bit more with the action because there is quite a few moments of him just riding around on his bike but uh, with that being said, I, I, I for first time seeing it or even hearing about it, I, I really enjoyed it. And uh, I was looking to see if this got a Blu-ray release, but I can't seem to find one. I don't think it got one. It, it did, but it, it's already out of print. Oh, okay, so it's probably like 150 bucks on eBay or something. Probably. Or you can get a, um, an import. Or <sighs> can't do it. But not, the, not, not opening up that can. <laughs> I got a few imports. I had to. Yeah, it's the you can't read the the movie's fine. It's all in English, but you can't read the title. It says something else. I mean, it says Time Rider, but what in whatever language? <laughs> so, but yeah, I didn't want to pull the trigger on it. I think the last time I looked, it was close to a hundred, and mm-hmm. I'm not paying that. But, yeah. but. With all that being said, I, I I thought it was a good little little sci-fi, I, I loosely sci-fi because the only thing sci-fi is the the time travel aspect, a uh, little uh, action adventure western. Thought the acting was pretty good. Um, who was the main uh, bad guy, Porter Reese? Uh, Peter Coyote. Yeah, I, I I thought he he played a good uh, western villain. I liked his little crew. And I, I like the whole them trying to get this machine. With, uh, he seemed to be the only one that that recognized it as a machine. Everybody else was like, it just ain't right. What we're seeing is just not right. So, <laughs> But I, 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 I just found all that funny because he's the only one who's like, we got to get this machine. We can do so much with it. And everybody's all poking at it and shooting at it when it makes noises and Thought all that was funny, but I think that was my only gripe. I, I wish there was a little bit more action. Yeah, this one. Yeah, there was a lot of times when it was just him bike riding, and like, come on, uh, show show something. But uh, I saw this when it came out back in the day. I remember seeing it, um, seeing the the trailer for it on TV, and go, oh, this looks cool. And I've always I've always been into uh, time travel films. So me and my brother went and seen it at the theater by our house. 
And uh, when it was said and done, I was like, man, that movie was hella good. I think I saw it like a few times in the theater. Because when it was released, of course, it was the main feature and whatever, the double feature of some old movie. But as this went on, this turned into, when newer movies were coming out, this turned into the the second feature. So that's whenever I saw new and then Time Rider was next, I always stuck around uh, to watch the film. Uh, so, but yeah, I've always loved it. Once it started doing the cable rounds, I started watching it on HBO every time it came on. All right, really quick, eBay, $69.99, $89.95, or you can get the Region B at $28.04, dollars uh, Where are those import ones? Because I was ready to pull the trigger on one of those, but uh, I'll have to look. But yeah, almost $90? Nah, I don't, I don't think so. Um, But this one... It, it was a cool movie. I, I liked it. Like I said, I've always loved time travel films. So just another one uh, to get into. And I liked how it was set in, in the, I believe it was 1877. Uh, during the Wild West times. I believe this was all in, uh, I assume, Baja, California. Because in the beginning, we see uh, Lyle Swan, uh, Fred Ward. He's a dirt bike uh, motocross racer. And he's racing in the uh, the Baja 1000. So I was like, is he like the only one in the race? Because there's like no one else around. He just <laughs> eh, flying through the desert on his dirt bike. With yeah, he's. I didn't see anybody else. I mean, I seen what could have been maybe other riders' teams, maybe, but I didn't see no other riders. And then. As far as this experiment, I didn't where they were having the actual experiment. I didn't really see anybody else at the experiment either. No, I figured they had to have been out there. I mean, at least close by because these scientists in the very beginning, as, as the credits are rolling, you hear this like it was kind of like a, either a meeting or a press conference on what they were going to do. And their project was called Time Rider. And they were going to um, send this um, monkey in uh, this like um, the steel capsule and send him back in time and then bring him back and see if he's all right. So while well, Lyle Swan is riding crazy all over the, the desert, popping wheelies and jump another car. I think the, I only saw another racer because he was hauling ass down the down the road or off road and he's. T- trying to talk to his buddy on the radio and he goes whoa he goes, yeah, and he jumps over uh, some car so I assume this race you could be drive whatever you f- want to drive be it a car or a truck or, and then he was riding this dirt bike yeah maybe Lyle's just so good everybody's just so far back because <laughs> I figured everyone knew who he was because there was people uh, hounding him for sponsorship, like getting, yeah. letting him be. You should be a uh, him and his buddy. They're like you should be a um, uh, a shop racer for whoever, whoever. And they the little swans like, eh, nah, we're good, because his buddy, I can't remember his buddy's name. He was the one that was making. This is early '80s. He was making all these cool little technical gadgets because um, Swan, his helmet was like uh, binoculars so he was able to pull the, the visor down and see 
uh, far, and there was all kinds of little digital numbers saying how fast he was going. And his dirt bike was um, a bike that he made him that he made the Swan and his buddy made. They pieced it all together. I said it says he incorporates into a C and J framed XT five hundred Yamaha. I don't know dirt bikes, so <laughs> it's a dirt bike to me. <laughs> but, uh, back at that time, my friend was a dirt bike dirt bike rider, and I said, "What is that?" He goes, "They they must have just made it for the film because it was pieced together by by this and that." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> so, but yeah, it, it, he had all kinds of little gadgets and everything in it. A little cassette player and uh, a little shortwave radio on it. So while he's racing, uh, then we kind of cut over to the the scientists and they're getting ready to send this monkey. I think the monkey's name was Esther uh, back in time. So um, they're, they, they're, 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 they're utilizing the, the Macer velocity acceleration science talk i guess yeah <laughs> whatever that meant so um he's uh, looking around because he's getting he's lost uh there's no gps there's no none of that he had old school maps uh, is what he has so he's looking around he can't see exactly which direction he's supposed to go and then he sees something off in the distance so he looks it through his uh, his helmet and sees it's um like a a something metal with a, like a yellow flag. So he starts heading towards it. And just then the, the countdown starts. So they're all the scientists are looking at their screens and then they just like, all right, the countdown's getting ready to begin. They're checking the monkey. The monkey seems to be all right. And then Lyle comes up riding in to the, uh, the time travel zone. They had these three, um, little electrical things and it was supposed to make like a triangle type and that was going to be the the time travel area so he he kind of rolls up to and he sees that little metal tube he looks at it and says oh, okay uh, something something time travel time rider uh november 5th 1982 so he's like okay whatever so by then as he's come as he's come riding into it you see um this like blue uh, time shield or something uh, around him, and when it, when the clock strikes zero, it's like <laughs> it must have been so fast he didn't he didn't realize that he went out and like he went back in time. He was just like he was just in the moment yeah. looking around because everything they're out in the middle of the desert, so everything uh, was the same. So he's like, uh, he kind of still look around. He starts trying to call his friends. The scientists are like, oh, oh shit, somebody, somebody was there. They kind of, they have video of it, um, and you see him right in. They said it's somebody on a motorcycle, but, but they don't know who it is. So they're like, okay, um, all right, let's let's do the the countdown to bring him back. So he's sitting there, just kind of looking around, like, fuck, which way am I gonna go? The countdown's going. As as it gets close to zero, he whang, he rides off, and then the time clock hits zero and sucks that little uh, metal uh, tube back. And the scientist goes, "Please be there, please be there." And then when they see it, that it's back, and he's not there, so they're like, "Fuck!" Then now they need to figure out who he is and all that. And then while uh, Swan is riding around, like he did, doesn't seem anything to him. He didn't realize he he 
time he traveled back in time. He's rolling around. He comes up against, uh, or he comes up. Well, he meets up with this little um, uh, older little Mexican gentleman that, that can't speak English. He rides up to him on him, and he's like, "Hey, senor, senor!" And he, he's trying. He's lost, and he's like, "I'm trying to get here." But uh, this guy's never seen anybody on a dirt bike, much less yeah. flashlights and headlights. <laughs> Call calls him El Diablo. <laughs> yeah, because Swan, his 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 riding suit is all red uh, as well as his helmet. So that little that Mexican guy just kind of goes ah, and he falls backwards and has a heart attack and dies, scares him to death. So Swan's like ah, oh, fuck. So he kind of like the next day he just buries him, but like just puts rocks all over him. So he gets back on his bike and starts hauling ass. Uh, we go back to the present, nineteen eighty two. We see uh, his buddy, and he's kind of like, well, does anyone see Swan? Has everyone seen him? They're like, no, nah, no, nah, we haven't seen him. And then uh, he's like, shit. And then these um, scientists come up. Hey, are you so-and-so? Whatever uh, his buddy's name is. And uh, he's like, uh, yeah. And he goes, well, we need to talk to you. So then we go back to 1877. Swan is kind of like, ah, he's just trying to figure out where he's going to go. He finds this little watering hole, jumps in naked and swims around. <laughs> and this is when we're introduced to uh, Claire yeah. Dorset. She, oh, no, that's Claw, I'm sorry. Uh, it was Claire Signy, or I don't know, I can't pronounce her last name. Um, Belinda Bauer. She's uh, skinny dipping, watching him, and he's looking around. She sees his bike. She doesn't know what's going on, and uh, he kind of gets out and starts putting his clothes on. But then over the little over the little hill, we see or uh, we hear um, Peter Coyote and his crew. Um, what the hell was that guy's name? One of them, Claude and Carl. Yeah, uh, Terry Walter and Richard Marcer. Uh, those guys have been in a ton of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you see them, it's like uh, one of those guys. I just watched. Um, what the hell is on the floor? My foot's slipping all over. I just finished uh, earlier while I was at work. I was watching um, License to Drive with uh, Corey. Uh, he was the dad. Yeah, rest in peace, Corey Haim. Man, <laughs> yeah, his, he was the dad. So. I've always liked him. He he popped up in a lot of movies in the 80s. So they're kind of, they're dealing with, um, there was Peter Coyote, Porter Reese, Claude, and Carl, and they had another guy there with them. Uh, I think his name was Jack, another little cowboy. And then kind of Jack and Porter were kind of getting into it. And then uh, Porter ends up killing Jack because he just didn't, I assume, just didn't want to give him his cut of the money. So... When, uh, uh, when he, I think he, I think he was something happened and he was trying to leave. That's right, he was. I and guess I think what, he he was worried about him uh, telling or something, so he just said, "Fuck it, kill him." Yeah. Ow. He blasts him and kills him, and uh, Swan hears the gunshot, so he comes running over the little hill and. Um, Porter is talking to Claude and Carl. Porter's back is to to Swan, but Claude and Carl see him and they're like, "Ah, oh, what is that?" And then they all turn around and just immediately Swan's like, "Hey, hey!" 
He's got his full suit on, his helmet and everything, and they, they've never seen anything like that. So he's waving his hands, and then they just pull out the little uh, six-shooters, and oh, they all, all three of them start firing at him. Remaining in the Wild West, bad outlaws, they're shitty shots. Because he couldn't have been that far away. <laughs> shot everywhere but where he was at. <laughs> yeah. He had three guys shooting and missing. And then so Swan goes running back. Claire's still, she's seeing all this, but she's uh, hanging tan in the water watching. No, she kind of crawls up and she's crawling around in the bushes uh, naked. Yeah. She and then, not, not once thinks to put on any clothes while she's spying on everybody. <laughs> no, so... Swan gets on his bike and it hauls ass and Porter's like, or uh, Reese, uh, Peter Coyote, he's like, man, what was that? And Claw's like, I don't know, man, but that ain't right. This ain't right. <laughs> and Carl is like, it's, it was Jack. It was his ghost. It was the ghost of Jack. <laughs> and Reese is like, shut up. No, it's not. He goes, that was a man on some kind of machine, riding machine. And then it, so at this point, Reese is kind of like, he goes, I need to get that. That needs to be mine. So Swan is yeah, hauling ass down the, down the highway or down the highway, down the, just, there was no roads. Or if there was, I mean, he didn't see any, I'm sure there was wagons and all that. So yeah, it was more like dirt paths. Yeah. He, he was just, uh, uh, just off-roading him. Claire goes back to where she's from. I believe it was called, um, San Marcos or something like that, where she was a small little village. Uh, a lot of a little lot of locals were were Mexicans, and what's his name was uh, the priest. Um, the hell was that guy's name? He was one of those dudes just in everything. Uh, Ed Lauder. He was yeah, that guy. just padre. Um, so he's like, ah, okay, because she's trying. He goes, yeah, I saw something, and but I just can't explain it. Um. So he's kind of like, oh, all right, whatever. So all of a sudden you hear, whoa, you hear Swan's bike. It doesn't sound like a regular dirt bike. It's kind of got this, this weird little hum to it. So she's like, it's that machine. I hear it. And the, the Padre is like, what are you talking about? And then here he comes, yeah, riding in the town. And all the locals start going, oh, El Diablo, El Diablo, because he's in all red. And he's yeah, riding all over the place. And then here comes um Reese and the gang, they all come riding up and they're like, shit. So the Padres kind of like want to talk to him and they're like, where is he? He goes, we're after him. So, but while they, this is happening, Swan is just, yeah, I don't know why he stuck around and decided to ride in circles. Why didn't he just ride off? <laughs> <laughs> but so they're chasing him and all this. Claire and, and everyone, all the town folks are all trying to get out of the way. Um, Claire, she's she ends up pulling out her gun. Carl comes running around the corner on his bike and she, or uh, his horse, and she shoots his nose off. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like she point blank shoots him in the face, but only shoots his nose off. Yeah, I was like, come on, man, I would have went out of the back of his head. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, she kind of goes back to the like behind this big church and then she sees Swan and she's like waving him towards him. She opens up these little uh, cellar doors and he goes, yeah, luckily there was a ramp for him to ride down right into it. 
So he's like, well, what's going on here? And she's like just looking at him. Who are we? Who are you? And all this. And she kind of just tells him, all right, you're safe. Just chill. We go back outside. Reese is like, uh, come on, man. Where is this guy He's talking to the Padre? Like, come on. I need, I need him. I want that bike. But Claude is mad. He wants he wants Claire because uh, Carl's laying there ah, holding his face, kicking around on the ground and blood all over his hands. And he goes, I want her. She did this to Carl. No one does this. So she was like, ah, Padre was like, look, all right, you guys just get out of here. I don't know who that guy was or anything. So they go, Reese is like, all right, man, I'm going to come back and I want that bike. So we go downstairs to Claire. She's kind of just talking, uh, trying to figure out who Swan is. And he's at this still, he doesn't know that he went back in time. He just figured he came across some little old Western village. Yeah, because so, he keeps asking stuff. He's like, why do y'all live like this? <laughs> and she's just kind of like, because we, this is just how we live. And it's still not, not by this point in the movie, it's not really kicking in that he's not in the past. Yeah, so she's kind of like, all right. And then the, the Padre comes down and is like, <laughs> What the hell's going on? Who are you? And then he's like, "Well, I'm, I'm in the the Baja 1000 or whatever." And he's talking to him like he goes, "It's a, a race," and he's like, "They had no idea what he's talking about." And uh, he's like, "Well, here, um, can you point out where I'm at?" And he pulls out this map, and the Padre is like, oh, "He's like just amazed at so this." Where map. did you get that? <laughs> I got it at an Exxon station. <laughs> And they're like, what? So uh, at no point did he ever ask. Well, I, I guess he really didn't know. Like, well, what, where am I? What year is this? Why, again, like you said, why Why do you guys live like this? <laughs> yeah, because like like you said earlier, when he went back in time, it, it, it happened so quickly. It, he He was just riding when it happened. Yeah. So, so you wouldn't even think to like, am I in the same year? Yeah, because the area he was at, I'm sure it might have changed a little, but it just it just didn't. It, to him, it all looked the same still. So he's like, "All right." So Padre is like, "All right, man, I'm gonna. They're, they're gonna come back. So just just stay down here." And then Claire's talking to him and all that, but she goes, "Well, why don't you just come up, uh, come up to my quarters, and we'll we'll figure this out." So, because uh, the Padre's like, leave that bike here. Just leave it downstairs or in the basement. So, Reese or um, Swan goes with Claire and they're talking and he's just trying to figure out where where the hell am I and how am I going to get out of here? Yeah, it, just, it's it's still not kicking in at this point because they, they start talking about books. She was like, have you ever read a book? And he was like, yeah, in school. And she was like, you went to school? He's like, I, I, I own three books. You want to see them? And it's it's still not really kicking in that there's something strange is going on here. I just figured that there is people that want that like to keep it real and just live off the land and just stay off the grid. I mean, even now in 2022. So he's kind of like, all right, whatever. But then she's he's talking to her and then she just 
she's sick of like, all right, just just shut up and take off your clothes. Yeah. And he's like, what? And she goes, you heard me, Mr. Swan. And this chick's hot. So, I mean, and, and these days, I'm sure there was diseases and everything, but I guess you just took your chances. Yeah. Didn't, didn't he <laughs> drop some line because she's like telling him to take off his clothes and he's like, a woman can't say that or he says something like that. <laughs> and this is this is after she opens up her little trunk and she's pulling out her rifles and guns and it's like, Lynn, you better take them clothes off. <laughs> so uh he she lets him smash and then uh they they kinda they're done and they're talking. And uh Swan's got this little like uh pendant around his neck. And he, he kind of asked her, well, whoa, where'd you get this? And he goes, oh, I got it from my like great-grandma or something like that. I was telling her about a story like, yeah, um, uh, this guy she met or whatever, was uh, she only had one night with him, and she took this as a souvenir or uh, just a um, reminder uh, of him. So he's like, okay, whatever. She... She didn't really think nothing of it. But then the Padre comes back upstairs and is like, yeah, man. He goes, Look, you, he comes walking in as they're like basically putting their clothes on. But he's telling them like, yeah, come on. This is, you You, you got to get out of here. Uh, you're bringing all the heat on, on us. So he's like, all right, man, just uh, get me to my bike and then I'll get, get out of you guys' hair. Uh, we see a, a young little uh, Mexican guy. He's downstairs looking at the bike, at the dirt bike. He's kind of just fascinated with it, and he sees um, Swan's helmet, and he puts it on, and he's sitting on the bike, and then he like, accidentally hits some buttons, and then the the visor goes up and down on the helmet, and he's like, ah, he doesn't know what the hell's happening, and he jumps off the bike. And plays um, play some music. Yeah, the music was blasted in his ears. I'm, I'm assuming to him it was the, the sounds of El Diablo. <laughs> so um, he's like, ah! And, uh, but then Reese and them show up, and uh, they get the bike. So they take it down. So when Swan goes on there, where the fuck's my bike? And then they go, ah, well, we know who wanted it, and we know who took it. So, But we, they, now they're just trying to figure out where he is. Uh, Claire, she goes because she goes down there too uh, before them, and she ends up getting knocked out, and they end up kidnapping her. Um, because Claude wanted he wanted to just take get his revenge on on Claire, because Carl's like laying there all beat up, and he's got his face wrapped up, and his nose is gone. So uh, they take the bike back to uh, wherever Reese's little gang is hiding out. And then we're introduced to uh, L.Q. Jones, Sheriff Ben Porter, and what's his name? He was in um, he was in First Blood. He was one of the the sheriffs or the deputies. Chris uh, Mulkey. He plays Daniels. Yeah. He um he he's one of those guys that's been in like in a shit ton of movies. I also remember him in. Uh, he was in he was in First Blood, Forty Eight Hours, Dreamscape, yeah. Runaway, Dreamscape. He was Is in that the streaming hit. anywhere. I think I seen it somewhere. 
Right. He was in the he was, he was in the hidden. Well, that's right. He was one of the dudes. Yeah. Uh, I think he was the yeah. first guy. Yeah, he was. He was the dude in the was it? No, it wasn't a Ferrari. I don't know. Whatever the hell he was driving. Yeah, the very the very beginning. Yeah, yeah, he was the one that went into the the bank and shot it all up and robbed it. Um, go back and listen to that episode, everyone. So yeah, the the sheriff and his deputy are like, all right, well we're gonna we know where his hideout is, so uh, let's go. And he goes, all right, because uh, other than Swan just wants his bike, he knows that Claire's there. So they're like, okay. But uh, Reese, uh, he, he comes dragging in. He, he made this little makeshift uh, uh, wood pile or whatever to drag uh, the bike in um, into his little hideout. So all his little lackeys are like, oh, what, what is this? What is this? And they, they don't know what it is. So he's like, "Yes, this is my, this is my machine." So they kind of like, uh, "All right." So he's there, and then uh, he he gets on it. He Reese gets on with the bike, and, and doesn't know what he's doing. And then Claw's like, "Um," he goes, "He was kicking it," <laughs> and there he was like, "What?" And he goes, "Yeah, he's like jumping up and down and, and kicking it." Because they they don't they've never seen this thing before and they, they don't know how it works. So while he's on it, he's jumping up and like kicking it. It was funny though because right when he first brought it in, everybody was fascinated by it and they're all just poking at it with sticks and everything. So, yeah. <laughs> so he, he basically telling everyone, "Get away from my bike!" So while uh, he's once he's jumping up and down kicking it, he eventually. Uh, his foot comes down on the, the little kickstart and and then he takes off. So I was like, all right, for some guy back in 1877 that's never ever seen a motorcycle, much less know how to start it and get on. He had that shit in gear and it just where took off. So it, that's a movie. Yeah, every it was movie. like the second time he jumped up and down on his when he started it. I was like, that, that's pretty, it's pretty fast. I'm sure other than you got to squeeze the clutch in, pop it in gear, and then it would go. But uh, I don't know. So the bike goes, yeah, goes riding off by itself and falls over. And all of uh, Reese's people all pull out their guns and just, they all start shooting at it. And did, he's like, did somebody hey. shoot an arrow at it? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, where did that come from? I don't know, some renegade uh, native that's running with him. <laughs> so he's like, ah, I'm surprised they didn't just, it never work again uh, for all the, the amount of bullets that they, they were shooting into it. But um, we, go to, we go to Claire. She's tied up in a bed, and uh, Carl is, like, talking to her, trying to, figure out uh, what's going on and all that. I thought they were just going to get the rape on and kill her. But. So they're uh, Swan and them are trying to figure out what's going on. He ends up teaming up uh, with the sheriff and his deputy uh, to go get uh, his dirt bike and uh, Claire. So, uh, oh, the Padre also went with them. So they're kind of like uh, Reese's little little uh, gang lair is kind of like in this little gully. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the those guys, they all got the high ground and they're looking down on it. So they're trying to just trying to figure out uh, their plan and what they're going to do. 
Uh, but they're like, ah, oh, man, we don't know. We'll just wait until it's dark and then everything. So while they're all sitting there just killing time, uh, this part was funny. Uh, Swan starts uh, pulling out um, snacks because he was hungry. And he's got an energy bar. So <laughs> they, they've never seen this. So he's eating it. And the deputy's looking at him like, well, what is that? And he goes, here, have a bite. So, oh, no, he gives him uh, his own. He goes, here, you want another one? And then he's like, uh, all right. Because he was kind of telling him, well, what's in it? And he just kind of reads the ingredients, just granola and dry fruit and shit like that. So he ends up eating it. But then they finally... Uh, they're getting ready to spring into action. Um, they they had no binoculars or anything. Uh, what's his name? The Sheriff Porter. He's got like a little telescope. So he's looking around, but he can't really see far. But um, it's dark. So Swan's like, here, why don't you try this on? And he puts uh, the, his helmet on him. And then he's like, what? And he goes, he tells him, look, just focus uh, on something. So Swan pulls out a glow stick breaks it, shakes it up, and then throws it. Luckily, he got a good arm because it lands on top of this little roof. <laughs> but then he's like, all right, you see that light? And he goes, like, just just focus in on it, and then you'll be able to see it. That's how his little um, his uh, little visor works. But he hits the side, and it's got night vision. So he started looking around, but the sheriff gets hella scared and takes it all off. And even at this point, he still doesn't realize that he's traveled back in time. So it's just like normal to him, but to everyone else, it's like, nah. Now I'm thinking about it. I don't think he ever realizes. I think he did at the end. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, they probably told him, but but yeah, I don't don't think he knew about it at all. So um, I, I like this part because he's explaining his little gadgets, and then they're like, what is that little light? And then he pulls out another glow stick. And uh, the deputy is kind of like, where did you come from? Why do you have all this stuff? Where'd you get, where, where, where's this, all this from? And he goes, I just bunch the things I pick up here and there and, and make. So they're, they're coming up with their plan to go break out uh, Claire. So they all kind of get down there and they start, uh, start taking fools off. Porter, the sheriff, he's got a vendetta against Reese because Reese killed uh, his brother. Yeah, so. even the, even the deputy said they don't. But he basically says they don't really care about Claire. That that's not why they're there. No, they just want they just want Reese. So, in these those days where you can just kill fools and walk off and yeah. you know, the Wild West. Chad so. just rewatched uh, Young Guns, where they're <laughs> yeah. supposed to be arresting people and they're. Killing them and then serving them their papers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, you're under arrest. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> so Reese is like, or um, Porter's like, Sheriff Porter's like, nah, fuck it. He goes, this is it. Uh, they kind of figure out where Claire is. Uh, Swan gets his bike back, but Porter is just like, nah, this this is it. This is going to be uh, him or him or me. So he kind of goes uh, looking for for Porter. This is where Carl dies. Yeah, because Porter's he's, just walking down. He's, he's screaming burned for up Reese. Too. Yeah, he's just screaming uh, for Reese, and Reese is kind of looking out the windows. 
and everything. And then they're like, come on, man. He goes, we just, we just got to take these guys out. But dumbass uh, Porter, he just antsy and wants to shoot him. Uh, so they, they open the door and he sees uh, someone standing in there, but it's, it's like a scarecrow. But he just starts shooting at it. But while he's shooting at it, we see a shadow uh, behind him. And it's Reese. He's standing there with a double barrel shotgun and kills the sheriff, blows two big holes in him. So they're kind of like, oh, fuck, man. And then this is when the, the they're just trying to figure it all out. Um, Daniels, the deputy, he's like, he's like, come on, man, because you got to stay, stick around and help. And Swan's like, no, nah, let's get out of here. And yeah, he did tell him, was, look, man, he we weren't going to arrest him. We, we just we don't care about her. Uh, we just want to kill um, Reese. So. The uh, deputy and the padre, they're the only ones with weapons. They start uh, a gunfight. Uh, Swan gets his bike, and he has this big giant stick and he's, uh, across his handlebars, and he's just riding around clotheslining everyone. So uh, Carl and um, Claude, they're they're getting all geared up. But um, uh, Claude kills the padre. Or I don't know if he kills him. He shoots him, and then he goes down. But then uh, Claude, or uh, no, yeah, Carl, he's inside. Uh, with um, Claire, but Juan, the Swan goes riding in there and crashes into the door and knocks him down. Uh, and so he res- rescues Claire, and then uh, they're about to get out of Dodge. But uh, all this is going on. Um, the, I think the Padre shoots um, Carl. Yeah. Because no, no. Go ahead. No, the key. The Padre was. Uh, Hiding outside, somebody was about to shoot in, and he ends up uh, killing them. Uh, but Claude, he gets knocked down, so he doesn't he doesn't know what's happening. But he kind of comes to, he gets up, and uh, Swan and Claire get on the bike and, and haul ass. Uh, Claude gets up, and he starts uh, shooting in every direction. He realizes his brother's in there, and he's dead, and he's on fire. <laughs> so... <laughs> So the Maurice is like, my machine. And Claude is like, ah, they killed Carl. Or yeah, they killed Carl. So they're like, fuck that, man. We got to get out of here. All right. We go back to the scientists uh, back in 92 or 82. And they're trying to figure out like, all right, we because they did figure out exactly uh, what year he went to. So because they first they, they thought it was 1975. But then they're like, no, no, we figured it out. We pinpointed it to 19 uh, or 1877. So the uh, the scientists are like, all right, they're gearing up. They're going to go back and try to look for Swan to bring him back to 1982. And I have to say, respect to these scientists, because they could have just been like, oh, well, nobody really knows about our experiment. So there wouldn't have been no movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, they could have just said, well, fuck, man. But who knows? Maybe they were thinking about um, if he's, he's there. He obviously ruined um, the the future for these people. Yeah. Because would they have died if Swan didn't show up? So because uh, 
the uh, Daniels, the deputy, he he gets shot in the chest, and he's kind of like they're they're trying to save him, but he's just like ah, eh. he ends up dying. So Reese and the gang, there must be like ten of them. They're all chasing uh, the Padre and Claire, and uh, uh well, uh, Swan is on his bike still, and he's still got a little bit of gas. Uh, Claire's uh, riding reverse style on the back. And she's shooting at all these guys. So they're just trying to figure out what the hell we're going to do. We need to get out of here. But Padre's even like, why don't you just give it to him so we can get out of here? And he's like, no, no, I need it. So they're like, uh, they start uh, going up this like um, uh, top of like a mesa or a plateau. So they get, they basically get all the way to the top and that's it. On the other side, there's like no way. To, to get off of it because we see Swan standing at the top and I was thinking alright you're you're running for your life but why are you running way up on top of something where you know you can't get get away but there would be no movie <laughs> so <laughs> Reese and uh, all of his gang they're just shooting at everyone the Padre and them are all shooting back um uh Swan started to hear something on his uh his radio. It was some kind of radio transmission. So he was like, fuck. Plus, they were up so high. Maybe um, it would work. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. He didn't hear anything yet. He, um, since they were up high, he he started, uh, he got his radio and he was trying to like um, do uh, like Morris code or whatever, trying to, to just let somebody know that uh, he's around. So. Uh, he does uh, get uh, a transmission, and it was those scientists, and he kind of lets them know, uh, uh, all right, here, follow follow this beacon. And uh, these they're all running out of bullets. So they're like, oh, all right, we, we're going to take this last stand. So they're not really sure on what they're going to do. They're getting ready to die. Uh, Reese and the gang are coming up. Uh, Swan and all those dudes are like, ah, oh, well, we're, we're just waiting. And then he's, like, hoping that, uh, he gets through, and all of a sudden, here we hear, when this helicopter comes flying up. And it's nothing to him, but everyone else is like, what is that? And the, <laughs> Reese and the gang, his boys all start shooting at the helicopter, and they're, they're scared. Um, and then the, the pilot starts dusting uh, everyone, so every, all of the outlaws are like, ah, fuck this, we're out of here. But uh, Reese is still like, where are you going? Where are you going? I want that machine. And he doesn't know. He's still shooting uh, at the helicopter. Uh, just, I don't, I wouldn't know what he's thinking other than what the hell am I looking at? What are these machines and how did it get here? So, but uh, one of the scientists is leaning out, Lao Swan, you need to come back with us. And then he's like, ah, oh, but Reese is still like, I want that bike. So he's still shooting at the, uh, at the helicopter. And he's like, that's my machine. He ends up killing the pilot. Uh, and the other pilot is like, ah, trying to struggle to keep the the, the helicopter up. But then it starts going in like a flat spin. It's it's spinning around the tail and everything. And the, the tail hits. It gets cut. The, the helicopter gets low and it bumps uh, the motorcycle. And then it goes flying off down the rocks and just breaks up and shatters into a million pieces. Yeah, that bike's done. Yeah, man. It, it, even if they could, it, it, it was finished. 
But really quick, um, okay, the bike is in 1877. Mm-hmm. Obviously, people are going to be out exploring and they're going to come across this bike. I want to know, did this one little incident ruin the future for whoever made the first is it time drop all over again? <laughs> I was about to say, because I was going to ask you, would the radio still work? Because when you had, need like radio towers and. Uh, he had a battery. I don't know. Was, he was doing like Morris code. I don't I don't know how that works. But. Yeah, I, I, I don't want us to get in another time cop <laughs> rabbit hole. So Yeah, go listen to that, everyone. That was a couple years ago. <laughs> So the bike is trashed, and then like Reese is like, oh, fuck. He's just like, oh, damn it. Uh, again, the helicopter is still spinning. That other pilot is still trying to uh, get control of it. But while the tail is spinning around, uh, it, it, gets, it gets close to Reese, and he's like, ah, he's standing there, and the back propellers, I assume, cut him up. because yeah, Nice touch with the boots. Yeah, you see him screaming, and then you see uh, you see his boots, and they're all shredded up and bloody, and they just fall over. Really quick, um, the DVD release of uh, of this film, uh, Anchor Bay put it out um, a while back. I, I can't remember exactly when, but uh, I don't know why they changed the ending on it. It's still the ending, but they cut the scene. Where Reese gets hit by the by the helicopter blades, and they cut out um, when those scientists come walking in when they figure out where what year that uh, Swan went to. I don't, I don't know why they cut it out on this DVD release. I don't know how the Blu-ray one is, but um, for those of you who ruined this whole film, but if you've seen it and want to see it again, uh, it's there's a whole the whole movie's on YouTube for free, so you can check it out there. So. Um, the, the helicopter's there. Uh, Swan gets in, and he's like, all right, come on. He's like leaning down to Claire and the Padre, like, come on, come on. And then the scientist is like, no, no, they can't come. They Only you. And he's like, no, come on. He's like, come on, Claire. He's screaming out the window, holding his hand, and the scientist is like, no, we can't. We can't bring him. And at this point, he, he doesn't really know. Um, Swan's little... Um, neck piece or, or his little uh his little pendant is hanging off um and claire's looking at it and then she just reaches out pulls it off his neck and the scientist goes we gotta go we gotta go because they're they're running out of time because at uh, the time uh the machine or whatever is uh it, it's, it's on the clock like you guys better be back here at two o'clock or you're gonna be stuck in 1877 so they're like, fuck. So the helicopter just starts to pull away. And then Reese is, uh, we, we, he, the, the story that he told Claire about the, the little medallion, he's telling her because he's like, yeah, it goes, my great, my great grandmother stole it uh, from his great great grandfather as a reminder of one of the incredible nights they had together. And at this point, Swan realizes that he is his own great-great-grandfather. So uh, he, basically, he basically banged his great-great-grandfather. 
And that's your movie. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that first time I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, well, as soon as she snatched that pendant, I was just like, wait a minute. Yeah. Did, did you just. <laughs> well, I. There's probably a one in a billion chance that he was going <laughs> to be in the area where his great-great-grandmother was, but he he didn't know. <laughs> so, but I think at that point he realized that he was back in time. And I'm sure the scientists told him why they couldn't bring him and what yeah. happened. You couldn't bring her because if she went to the future, that means he would have never been born to eventually bang his grandma. So. Yeah, I, I don't want to try to figure out that time <laughs> logic, but that was that's what happened. So, but yeah, everyone, that that's Time Rider. Um, this movie was awesome. I loved it. Um, what's today? The the seventh. This movie came out December 11th, 1982. So we're a couple days from now. It'll be 40 years that this movie's been out. And uh, if you've never heard of this film? I've never heard of it. I want the Blu-ray, but I'm not paying those prices. So somebody, somebody, some other company put this out. Come on. Yeah, make a steelbook, too. But, I mean, this is one of the best of the 80s uh kind of sci-fi <laughs> time travel film. Uh, well, it is, uh, it says science fiction western. Yeah, but go with that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a, it's a, the movie's good. I enjoy it. I've, I've seen it a bunch of times. All right, the poster. Lyle Swan is a champion off-road racer, but to the people of 1877, he's something very, very different. Tyler Diablo. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, this movie's awesome. Uh, if you've seen it, you guys already know. But if you haven't, uh, again, it's it's on YouTube. So I go over there and check it out. It's it's a clear copy uh, as well. But um, yeah, Fred Ward, uh, rest in peace. And that's time, right, everyone? All right, Brian, what do you got? All right. Um, from now on, my stream theme picks are gonna be they're gonna be something I don't think a lot of people have seen. And after watching Time Rider on YouTube, I was kind of seeing what other movies are on YouTube, and I found one, and it's going off of our Corey Haim inside joke. Rest in peace, Corey Haim. Yep. 1990s Prayer of the Roller Boys. Ooh, have you seen that? I've probably seen it like closer to when it came out. <laughs> I saw when it started doing its um, cable run, but I, I don't. Re- I remember parts of it. I remember the little rollerblade gang with dust. Yeah. The rollerboys. I guess what the <laughs> yeah. This is a science fiction movie where gangs rollerblade. And I th- I, the only thing I remember, it was one of those science fiction movies where there was some kind of new drug that everybody was on. I don't even remember that. <laughs> so, so this one's on YouTube. All right, cool. 
Yeah, right on. I, I haven't seen that movie in forever. It was probably whenever it came out in the 90s is the last time I saw it. But yeah, again, everyone, uh, Time Rider is on YouTube, so check it out there unless you want to drop the $100 on the Blu-ray. I can't justify doing it just yet because it's Christmas. <laughs> but <laughs> um, Everyone, uh, go over to uh, thehorrorreturns.com and uh, all the links to everything the regular show, the shows that Brian and I do. Go back and listen to The Last Wrestling Returns if you guys haven't heard, heard that yet. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're going to we're gonna come back uh, real soon, hopefully, uh, with uh, the next the next Dream Fiends also doing uh, Enter the Ninja for Action Returns. We need, mm-hmm. to, we need to get back on that horse. And uh, that's going to be a triple feature. Not in one, not one episode, but we're the, the trilogy uh, of the ninja films. The, ninja, the canon ninja trilogy. Yeah. So get, get ready for those. Come back next week for Prayer for the Roller Boys with uh, Corey Haim, rest in peace, and Fred Ward as well, uh, rest in peace. Uh, go back and listen to Arima Williams episode. If you guys haven't heard that yet, that was an awesome film. That, that was on YouTube. I think they took it down, but um, yeah, HorrorReturns.com for everything dealing with the regular show. Go over to T Public. Uh, the link's there. Pick up a t-shirt. Many, many different designs on there. New ones are coming. Uh, if you got a koozie yet, um, you're, you're proud. I, I don't even got one yet. Did you get one? Nope. I don't even have any of the t-shirts. <laughs> Come on, brother Lance, get on it. <laughs> I got the first koozie, it's right here, but uh, I want the new one. But anyway, uh, yeah, come back next week uh, for more. So until then, be safe out there. Party on. And be good to each other. <laughs> <laughs>